Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome back to Calling Bank, episode 12, and it's here. We've been it's waiting all of off-season. Finally here. That's right. The NBA started just a week ago. Yep. But can I just say, it's good to be back. It Holy is. guacamole. We're running out of things to say, Harry. We <laughs> really were. And thankfully, it decided to be on last Wednesday. It did, which was exciting because already the season has a lot of things that are quite interesting. Mm. Um, we're going to speak about some of our favorite games from this week. Uh, obviously, there were so many to pick from, but we thought, you know, we pick one just each. Yep. Maybe we'll do more in the future. And of course, speak about some of the big headlines from opening week. Yep. Because really... There's been a week before then there was preseason. No one cares. No. Let's get to the juicy stuff. Exactly. Let's get to the good stuff. And we're going exactly. to start this week with our game of the week. And there was a lot of games. And so, Harry, which games did you decide to choose? So, look, I was tossing up, uh, of course, Toronto versus Boston. Huge game. Yep. Lakers versus um, Portland. Huge game. I'm not doing that one. Lakers versus Houston. Houston. Huge, huge game. game. Golden State Warriors versus Utah. Huge game. Even Miami versus Orlando, huge game. Spurs versus um, whoever they versus Minnesota as well, huge game. Yep. So many big games yep. to choose from from this week, but we could only pick one. So what did you go for? I, I'm upset about my choice now because I actually would have preferred to do Toronto versus Boston, but I cho- chose another Boston game, Philly versus Boston. Of course, opening game of the season, the first game of the NBA season. Yep. And we're looking at what could be one of two combinations for the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. In saying that, Indiana has been playing very well, love their style, even though they lost the game, still won two. And five. Milwaukee have started very well as well. Milwaukee as well have been playing quite well. The Greek freak, of course, being a freak, as he yep. does, and Eric Bledsloe just fitting in with that team so well. Um, but yeah, Philly versus Boston's. What did I see? Did you watch this game? I did. Yeah, I watched it too, <laughs> which is... It, it wasn't much of a game. Especially the first five minutes. Did you yeah. watch that first five minutes? I've never seen so many turnovers, missed layups. Like, it was, I think it was like 4-2 after the first five minutes. It was, look, it was a, it was not what I expected, but of course it was first game of the season. Nerves ne- are there. Nerves are there. Of course, for Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, they haven't paid, played for, you know, many oh, years, my. essentially. <laughs> many years. And the rust was definitely there. But let's look at, let's look at Philly first. Yeah. And it's actually interesting because I was, I was watching first take the other week and, um, they spoke quite a bit about this game, and Philly had a couple of things they had to do in the offseason. Markel Fultz, he had to learn how to shoot jumpers. He had to be fixed. And he looked good in the preseason. He did look good. He had his moments. He had his moments. Ben Simmons as well had to start shooting jumpers, maybe take a three sometime in the next year. And their bench was always going to be weaker, even with JJ Redick on the bench. That's they true. lost Bellinelli, Ilya Sova, so they weren't They did get Wilson Chandler who's injured. Who's injured, though. So they were going to start off less strong. What did we see from Markel Fultz? Starting for the first time? Not great. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, not to mention Ben Simmons still can't really shoot. Besides like slightly mid-range jumpers, even then they're pretty much at the basket. But he still had a stellar game. Ben Simmons, 7-14, 15 rebounds, 8 assists. Really should have had a triple-double. 4 steals, a couple of blocks, and 19 points. Mm. But he, he can't shoot jumpers. It, but that's fine. Because he did what he had to do. He stuffed the stat sheets and he played amazingly. He was the shining star for that team. Mm. Embiid, genuinely disappointed. Mm. He he did well. I'm not saying he did terribly, right? I mean, look, he still gets 23 points. He does. In the game. He does. Um, still shot a three. Got he a three did. in. He did get a three. Not great percentages, though. And I don't think he's a great volume three-point shooter. No, not at all. Um, That's not his role. No. That's JJ's role. Yes. 
That's Covington's role, yes. meant to be. Meant to. But he was dominated by Horford. You look at that game, you look at Al Horford, and you say, wow, you are one of the best centers in the league. Al just Horford, from that game. Al Horford defends him, he's got him in his back pocket. I just don't like. They had a whole offseason to figure this out. Watch the tapes, do a rondo, sit with the whole team, mm. and watch the goddamn tapes. It's the same five. They're rolling out the same five, but now they're against a Celtic team that has a better five. Well, we'll get there, don't worry. Um, the team shot terribly essentially, at the end of the day. Um, in total, they were pretty awful. They deserved to lose that game. They were the worst team. It was, of course, I think it was like 103 to 90, uh, 85. So they pretty it much a, got, it was a blowout. It was a blowout. It was indeed. Then we look at Boston. And you're excited because Kyrie's back. Gordon Hayward's back. back. They're going to be stellar. They were not stellar. Combined, uh, they shot 6 for 26, 17 points. Kyrie Irving, of course, didn't hit a shot in the first half, which was... Trust me, I've got an NBA fantasy and I'm very disappointed. Yeah, not great. But then you look at the rest of the team and you look at the Celtics that were there last year. They are frothworthy. They are so good. They're, they've got depth. Terry Rozier, he's getting a contract end of the season. Yeah, Holy, I hope so far. That block on Embiid was amazing. 11 points, 8 rebounds, but it was his defense, mm. you know? He was just... He was everywhere. He was everywhere. I mean, was, for me, the man that is the Celtics at the moment, and I think controversially maybe so, the most valuable player on that team... It's not Irving, it's Jason Tatum. So far this season, He's this incredible. rookie, well, that even today against uh, on Sunday against the Knicks, yeah. he hit essentially the go-ahead game winner for them. Yes. And a turnaround jumper, beautiful. He's got, su- he's got this superstar quality. He's Kobe Bryant. He's yeah. the next Kobe Bryant. It's as simple as that. Everyone's He's saying that. that good. But I think what people are surprised about is that it's happening this early. Yes. People did not expect Jason Tatum to be the centerpiece of that team this early. This early. How funny would it have been if Philly actually got him? I mean, Philly, Tatum, oh Simmons, and Embiid. That would be an insane team. But they don't. They, 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 they would have trade. the Eastern Conference for the next 10 years. Yeah. Anyway, Tatum went for 23 points. Morris was 7 of 12 with 16 points. Horford had seven, uh, four blocks. The rest of the team, besides the two All-Stars, were incredible. Even Jalen Brown only played fine. They're just too deep. Yeah. Their team is too deep. And look, against... The Raptors, they lost because Kawhi went ape and had 30 and 10 or whatever it right was. Now, well, early on, if I was a betting man, you go with Raptor, Raptors and Celtics. Yes, oh, 100%. And that's a beautiful conference yes. finals. Yes. If Kyle Lowry doesn't have a sulk, it could be very competitive. Yes. Um, but we'll see. You know, it's the beginning of the season. Kyrie's still got a few injuries. Kyrie's going to shake off Uncle Drew, you know. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's going to settle back in slowly. But, like, when you're resting on Tatum, Rozier, even Jalen Brown and Horford... They got depth. You've also got Marcus Morris. You, Do Ma- not forget Aaron Baines. Uh, Aaron Baines, and of course Marcus Smart as well. Threes now. He's look, a three-point specialist. Aaron Baines. I think at the end of the day, look, Philly beat Chicago, but who cares? Um, they beat Orlando. Just only just wasn't a great game for them. Literally took them to the fourth quarter to mm-hmm. beat them. Um, Celtics are a better team. They're deeper. They've got Brad Stevens. They've got Tatum. They've got Kyrie. They've got Hayward. Let's see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's early on in the season, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the top three in these. That Atlantic division is... It's incredible. It's very nice. Who did you choose for your you know, game Harry, of the week? I went for opening game as well of the year, and I thought I'd go for the one. And I probably wouldn't have chosen this if the result panned out a little bit differently, but I'm happy with the result. You had to choose this game. Can I tell you why? Why? Two reasons. Why? LBJ. Yes. And our teams. Yes. That's and exactly Paul right. Allen is the third reason. And Paul Allen. Yeah. R.I.P. Lest, lest we forget. Lest we forget. Um, yeah, Showtime Lakers decided to roll into Portland uh, on the second night of the season. What happened? 
I'm going to give it away. Portland beat the Lakers. They beat LeBron. Um, and basically used the bench to beat LeBron, uh, 128 to 119. Um, I have so much to say about this game, but I'm going to let you take the lead me, on this one, and then give, I'm going to rant a bit after. That's fine. Let me set the scene. This win, Blazers' 18th straight home opener, opener victory. Yeah. The most in the NBA. That's an NBA record right there. 16th straight over the Lakers. Yeah, see, that one, that's the one that hurts me. I really thought we'd break it with this game. but Oh, you've got another three times. And six straight over LeBron in Portland. Look, LeBron didn't try. He, he casually flirted with 26, nearly a triple-double. I don't care. Six straight. But he really didn't try. He was like, young guns, you go. You do it. He could have won that game himself in the fourth quarter if he wanted to. Six straight over LeBron in Portland. I will hold that stat again. To summarize for me, and, and this is my key summary of the game. Mm-hmm. Number one, Lakers shooting. And how do I summarize this? They missed all 12 attempts from three-point range in the first half, failed on their first 15 three-point attempts of the game, shot overall 23% from three. Josh Hart was the only player in that Lakers team that shot more than one three during the entire game. Three of five. He's our shooter. Uh, LeBron, 0 from 4. Ingram, 0 from 4. Kyle Kuzma, 1 of 7. Hard to win when you shoot that badly. Can I just say, though, that's not our team. Kuz should have been hitting those threes. LeBron will normally hit those three. Brandon Ingram's 50-50. The rest of the team is not made. This is not the style the Lakers play. We're a fast-paced team that hit twos, a lot of passing, a lot of in the paint. How many paint points did we have? More than, yeah, a, you know... That's, that's a different question. More than our average in the first half. But threes are more valuable than twos. And if you can't hit your open threes, you're going to lose. And this is on a day, to be honest, where I'm going to get to my second point. Blazers' starting team, to be honest with you, wasn't great. Oh, who cares? They had bloody Nick, <laughs> Nick so, Tauskas. So, Blazers' bench came up huge. So this is a bench that everyone said, you lost Ed Davis in preseason, you lost Shabazz Napier, you lost Pat Connaughton. There is no bench anymore. There is well, definitely I, tell you, I saw the bench. This, this bench... It's a good bench. ...is a good bench. Because I'm going to tell two players who really stood out for me. Number what? one... He stood out for everyone, this one. This one here. Nick Sauce Castillo. That's his nickname. Look that up. That's a great one. Nick Sauce Castillo Stuskas scored a career-high 24 points. And in the first half... Did he miss a shot? No. I think it was six from six. Yep. Just shot five of eight from quick, three. Quick side note, Nikola Djokic on Sunday, 11 from 11, 35 points, triple-double. Sure. Perfect game. But anyway. No Nick Stuskas. Definitely not a bench player. No, that, that was career high. And yeah. Zach Collins recorded a line of six points, six rebounds, and six blocks. Incredible yeah. young sophomore coming into his second year. He's going to be key. The bench for us, a bench of Seth Curry, Stuskas, Collins, and Turner all had a plus 17 at the end of the game. Can I just say, Turner did play quite well. I was genuinely impressed. I haven't seen Evan Turner, get... Turner play in many a year, but this was exciting. I'm going to get into Evan Turner. Okay. I'm very excited for Evan Turner this year. All I'm going to say is, after losing some bench pieces, we're coming okay. Yeah, I think they really did step up. So speak to me about Evan. I'm going to talk to you about Lakers, and then you can go into your Lakers side okay. of things. But okay. I'm telling you three things I saw for Lakers. They're going to be very fast-paced. They can run. So what you Until saw, the fourth quarter when they run out of gas, but yeah. They can run. They outscored Portland 34-12 to in fast-break points, and it was the fastest game LeBron has ever played. Ever. There's 113 and a half possessions. Showtime, baby. It's showtime. Showtime, Lakers. They can't shoot. Um, right. We all said that. You look at your signings of Stevenson's, Rondo, McGee. Even can't shoot. Yeah, can I just say though, the shooting is the not shooting is okay, except if you're playing Houston or if you're playing. Although they did play okay against Houston, nearly beat them on on, on Sunday. The, the Pelicans, 
Warriors. Warriors. And that's it. But that's fine. We only want fourth or fifth seed. We can handle... We just need to make the playoffs. You've got to beat Portland for that fourth and fifth seed first. Look. And also, my last point that I'm going to make to you, obviously, the Lakers are better when LeBron James is on the floor. So Lakers were outscored by five points in the 10 minutes that LeBron James sat. And obviously LeBron, you said he didn't try, still got 26 points, 12 rebounds, six assists during the They game. didn't dominate the game. No. This season is not a winning season for the Lakers. I watched that game. I, I saw every second of it. And I was disappointed in the fourth quarter. But I was like, you know what? He's trying to teach them. He's teaching them a lesson here. Yes. We're probably going to lose at least, you know, the 30, majority of the seasons. Games. Yeah. Easily 35 games. We'll, we'll just make playoffs so the, the kids get experience in the playoffs. Tank out first round, maybe second round if LeBron goes crazy. But at the end of the day, this season and this game, it showed to me, Lakers are not trying to win here. We're trying to teach them so that next year we get another free agent. Boom. Our core is good. Our young core is okay. They didn't play, they well, didn't then. play well then. But I think like against Houston, I mean, Lonzo shot... Okay, you know you've got to figure out who, you, which are the youngsters you're keeping. Yeah, because really for me, I don't know how well Lonzo fits in this team. When you get rid of him, you keep Josh Hart. Well, that's the thing. KCP, Josh Hart, Josh Hart. I don't understand why KCP still starts. That that for that's me okay. doesn't make sense. For me, you keep Kuzma. Yep. You keep Ingram. You keep Josh Hart, and you keep Josh Hart. That's it. And LeBron. So you get rid of Lonzo. You get rid of Lonzo. That, that fit with Lonzo. I don't know how you go away from the second pick with Lonzo. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Anywho, I'm going to go back to the Blazers just to finish it on on, on a nice note. Um, Blazers, more of the same. You brought back the same starting five when Harkless is coming back from injury, was part of the bench, did a good job. The biggest change for me, and I think we're going to see this in the Blazers a lot, is Evan Turner. That second unit with Evan Turner, we've changed up the system. So before, McCullum was going in and acting as the point guard. So Lillard would sit and he'd be the point guard running the second team. Now you've got Evan Turner, who basically acts as the point guard. That is the Celtics' Evan Turner. That is the reason they got paid so well. And look at his stat line on that game. 13.6 assists. The bench was insane. The bench Bench, was Bench won us this game. And what it helps for the Blazers is to get over that second round, we'll need that second unit to step up. Especially when Lillard and McCollum disappear, as they do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they do. And then Lillard, you know, goes crazy against the Spurs. I think the game was exciting. I think they had to win that game because of Allen and his his passing. I think it's great that they did. I think it's good that Lakers lost. I think it's a learning experience. But I'm excited to watch these two teams. Lakers are going to be showtime. Already, you know, there was a punch-up. Up, there's behind the head passes, there's LeBron with hammers. Lakers it's will exciting. Be exciting this year. They'll be exciting to watch. And Portland, please, just let them make the playoffs. Yeah. That's all we want to see. Yeah. I mean, uh, with Portland, after watching this game, I feel a bit more confident about playoffs this year. Yeah, because you know what the good news is? Is that there'll be one team in the West that will not make the playoffs. Which is that? And that is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, this is a great segue, Harry. And this is a great segue because we want to speak about Jimmy Butler. So we're talking about season... We're just talking about talking points now. Talking points season. Now. Just season a bit about the season. We want to speak about two main things about the season. And then next week we have a brand new segment for you. What is it? Don't we know. Don't know. But it'll be amazing. Now, Jimmy Butler is playing. Uh, that's which weird. Is, which is exciting because, of course, last week... You know, there was talks about him moving to Miami. That was the most likely. Did you hear the trade offer? It came out. They revealed it. Yeah, I heard it. Wasn't with Josh Richardson and a first round pick? Josh Richardson, Kelly Olinick and a first round pick. Oh, really? And they weren't happy with that. Yeah, look, I don't know what was going on with their organization. I would have taken that. I would have taken that in a heartbeat, especially because Jimmy is going to sit quite a bit of this season because he doesn't give a shit. Yes. Quite frankly. Now, 
Before we started the season, he went to one practice. He didn't speak to the media. He spoke to uh, uh, Rachel Nichols after one-on-one interview. That was a great interview. Great interview. But he took the third stringers. He then beat the starters and then was like, you need me, F you, as he walked out. Yes. He's, he picks up where he like, leaves in the first game, right? So he finally returns and they play against... You know, the Spurs, and he plays fine, you know, 23, 7, 3, 4 steals, but he doesn't speak. He's barking at uh, Tom Thibodeau pretty much the whole time, doesn't really speak to the GM. There's a lot of tension there. Mm. Then he plays his first home game, Mm. and we look at him and we're like, we know Jimmy Butler. We know he's a bloody hustler. He's got that energy. He's a good player. He's good on defense. He can shoot. He drops 33 points, 10 of 12. Seven rebounds, three assists. And I think his assists are always going to be three or less because he doesn't want to pass it to his team. Two blocks, four steals. Pretty much won the game against Cleveland, against Kevin Love, who actually did play quite well. So So love seeing him. It's quite funny because he was booed. And then they started saying... MVP chance. And this is what I wanted to speak about, right? So he gets booed and then suddenly the fans are like, no, we accept you. Still in this game, he's shouting orders. Then they rest him, which Mm. I thought was an interesting move. So they rested him on Sunday. Yes. Uh... I can't play again. I can't remember who they were playing against. Dallas. Dallas and they lost. And then they lost to Dallas. By a bit. Quite a bit. I mean, Andrew Wiggins did foul out, but... But you don't lose Jimmy Butler is this team. Yeah. Okay, and what he said after the game kind of encapsulates Jimmy Butler as a person. Mm. He's like, I love it. I think people kind of love to hate me sometimes. Say whatever you want to say, but it's really... It really just makes me smile. What people think about me, but no matter what, you've got to respect my effort. And you know what? His effort is there. He's the yeah. MVP of the team. Without Jimmy Butler, which I think he'll they be start, on and off the whole start, season. They start with no wins. They lose to Cleveland. They lose to Everyone. all the teams. Yeah. Like, I don't think, especially with Anthony, uh, Carl Anthony Towns actually not playing that well this season at all. I just don't know how you can... I, I feel bad for Carl Anthony Towns. I kind of feel bad for Andrew Wiggins. As much as, yeah. as, much as they probably may warrant some of the hate from Butler, I don't know how you can be productive... In a team that you know someone calls you lazy, that someone doesn't respect you, that's not a team. They're well, no. not a team. What you do is you take that, and Carl Anthony Towns should be hustling more. He should be practicing, you know, day in, day out. Yeah, that's their characters. It's different characters. But that's the thing, and that's why Jimmy Butler doesn't want to be part of this team. And yeah. I, look, I don't blame him. He deserves to be on a team where he's better. I don't think he deserves to go to Brooklyn on the Knicks, although Tim Hardaway Jr. is not bad. Or, or Clippers. Yeah, cool. He'll be the centerpiece, but they'll still suck. Yeah. I look. It'd be interesting. I, they'll have to train. Look, like, if they want to get anything out of him, they'll have to train because it looks like he doesn't want to stay there. No, and they do have to get rid of him so they can actually compete. Yeah. I mean, think about it. this Minnesota team nearly made the playoffs without him. That's why I was shocking they didn't take that Olynyk Richardson yeah. first rounder because, to be honest, I think that's a pretty fair deal. Yeah, and the more Jimmy plays, the more they realize, especially if they lose without him, he will be so vital and like it works great for him. Mm. He gets a mega deal. He's getting a super. He's getting a max deal anyway. Mm. So. This season doesn't matter to him. It's a write-off, but like you don't want to get injured. Paint him as a villain. Paint him as whatever you want. He's a baller. He shouldn't be in this team. They should have taken the Miami deal. And Minnesota will win. It'll be like... Minnesota missed the playoffs as soon as they trade him. Yeah, but they also... I, I don't maybe, even know if they make the playoffs even with him. Maybe they win six, seven games without him if he pays you know, 30 games or so. Mm. I think they lose the majority of the game and they could be you know, a bottom five team, really. Mm. 
which is surprising because the team used to be good. Carl Anthony Towns was an all That trade now, you look back at that Jimmy Butler trade and you say, at the time, oh you goodness. thought it was a steal, but when you're giving up Markkinen, Levine, and Levine Dunn, has been amazing this season. Obviously, Dunn and Markkinen haven't played yet. But still... For different reasons. But still. It's true. Levine has been amazing. He's been averaging like 30 points a game. He is the Chicago Bulls. They won't win any games, but holy moly, he's going to get a nice bigger contract at yeah. the end of his next contract yeah, series. That's true. that's true. Let's move on to a feel-good story, staying in the Western Conference. Because let's be honest, besides Toronto, Philly, and Celtics... There's not much to talk about. Not much to talk about in the, no. in the East. So what are you speaking about? From the West. Oh, I'm going to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. A team that we probably don't cover as much as we should. Um, Can I just say, I love, I love that team. I love the Pelicans. They were amazing with Boogie. I love them even better now they've got Julius Randle. I actually think that they're better without Boogie. So they I think, are. I think what I want to talk about here is the game versus the Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's the Kings. But this was an epitome for me of how Alvin Gentry has changed this team and the way their style is. The Pels achieved their highest single-game point total in franchise history and yeah. scored 149 points. I saw that. And can I mention this? Four out of the five starters did not play the fourth quarter. Because they're deep. Even I mean, Ian Clark, Julius Randle. Randall. Oh, my boy. I'm so sad that Lakers got rid of him. This is The Pelicans at the moment, for me, are the most exciting... Brand, but they're the most exciting team in basketball at the moment. Drew Holiday is a superstar. He is so underrated. Very I just don't understand how people don't respect him. I had him, of course, in fantasy last year. He was putting up double-doubles pretty much every night and scoring at least 20 to 30 points. You put a good defender next to him as well. You put someone like a Payton, it's working. Yeah, not, yeah. To, not to mention, uh, I don't know if you know the guy, uh, Nikolai uh, Miritich. Mm. Can that man shoot or can he shoot? He's been fantastic so far. He's been amazing so far. Their so, starting five is incredible. I, I think for me, that that's, this is this the way they built this team. That front court of Davis and Meritage starting and then you bring Randall off the bench. <laughs> and scary. he's shooting threes now? Yeah. That is scary, he, man. He was starting shooting threes with the Lakers and he's a double-double machine. Yeah. So the thing for me was the, the most impressive performance, I know I talked about the Kings one just then and how, much, how many points they scored. But they beat the Rockets away. They beat the Rockets in Houston, and they did not lose a quarter to them. Well, it's not even that. They smoked the Rockets. The Rockets, the Rockets looked pathetic against them. Yes. This could be a top three team if they're playing like this the rest Honestly. of the season. Honestly. The biggest thing for me, though, out of all the New Orleans Pelicans, and this started as soon as Boogie went down with that injury, Anthony Davis said, that's it, I'm going to step up. He, I'm done. He's, he's in his seventh year now. He's yeah. not a rookie. He's not young anymore. He's 25, 26. He's like, this is the year I'm stepping up. And he's going to be MVP at this rate. That line he put against the Rockets, insane. 32 points, 16 rebounds, 8 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. And then quoting Anthony Davis now, and this was actually before this Rockets game, he goes, I want to be the best player. I want to be in the playoffs. I want them to be talking about me as an MVP candidate. I don't want there to be any questions anymore about AD. I think last year, the second half of that season, and once he came back from injury, no one was thinking otherwise. This guy is a superstar, but it's not even that. He's got the supporting cast. That's it. At the end of the day, like, there's not many teams that, like, Knicks, for example, just with Porzingis, he's a superstar, not like Anthony Davis, but... Doesn't have anything around him. Doesn't have anything around him. The New Orleans Pelicans will run deep into the playoffs. You've heard it here first. If they're against Houston in the playoffs, they win that matchup. This is too, um, we're calling it. I even, would say Pelicans is a top four West Coast. Even against team. Golden State, I think it's close. Yeah. Again, not to call it too early because we're still we're still relying Look. on Alfred Payton actually doing something. We're relying on Antoine Moore, part of that starting team, doing That's something. True. And the bench and no injuries as and well. And no injuries, so I, we don't want to call anything early. But I've honestly got to say, AD. Mm. 
early if it was if the MVP race was in the first week only, he's the MVP. Well, everyone did say LeBron James was going to be MVP, but yep. I can guarantee you he's not going to be MVP. AD for me so far. I mean, maybe Kawhi will be up there. We'll see how it goes. It's too early to say. It's way too early to it's say. Way this too is, early this to is say. a really, really, really early call. Yeah. But AD has been phenomenal thus far. The Pelicans have been phenomenal thus far. Watch out for them. Yeah, That's it's going to be exciting. Um, now. We figured we've got a bit of time to spare. We're going to speak really quickly about some free agents that are still left hanging. If the season has started... Who could possibly be hanging? Yeah, I mean, I mean Jamal, Jamal Crawford, who I personally love, got signed for a Vets deal uh, minimum in Phoenix. the Suns. Yep. Yeah, for Phoenix. Because they didn't have a point guard. And they said, actually, we probably need a point guard. Yeah. And yeah. Jamal can yeah, play a little Now, one free agent that I personally love, Nick Young who, of course, tweeted infamously, I'm right here, which you don't know if that's referring to Golden State, because, of course, he fits Golden State. You know, they've got the space for him, especially with um, Patrick... McCaw. McCaw, for some reason, deciding he wanted more... Whatever he's doing. I don't know what Patrick McCaw's doing. It's very weird. I don't know who's advising him, but they need to do it better. He fits in. He knows how to shoot threes. He knows his role off the bench. He'll be fine. He started some games for Golden State. He'd go to the Lakers. They need a three-point shooter. He could go to the Rockets. Like, There's a lot of places he could go. But I think at the end of the day, he'll go anywhere just to make their bench a bit deeper. He can shoot the three. Can't Rockets, Rockets would be a good fit for him. Right? Rockets would be a great fit for him. They need another three-point shooter. Why not? And he's a wing. And he's a wing. Um, but look, he's still going to be out there. I don't think he's going to be signed anytime soon. If we're talking about free agents whilst we're on this topic, I've gone for a left field candidate yeah. who's still remaining, Corey Brewer. Oh, of course, the starting uh, small forward. Shooting guard. Shooting guard for uh, Orlando. No. Not Orlando. Okay, see, well, there I'm muffing we it all up. Yeah, but I knew right. who I was talking about. Number three, yeah, Corey well, Brewer. The former Laker himself, Harry. I don't yeah. know how you could not know this. Um, yeah, signed for OKC Thunder last year. He started 16 of the 18 games because obviously... Um, Andre Robertson got, yeah, still got injured, injured. Still injured and still injured. Um, so they kind of needed someone there. And he actually had a connection to Billy Donovan before because he coached him in college in that famous Florida Gators team that went back-to-back in the NCAA. There you go. You know, not too much. But he's not a great player. Not a great player. I was but never a fan of him. To be fair, with the Thunder, average 10 points, three rebounds, two steals a game. Decent defensively and can put up points occasionally. The issue with Brewer, compared to Nick Young, can't shoot three. Yeah. In his career, he's only averaged 28% from three. In the 18 games of the Thunder, he did shoot a bit more respectable, 34%, but still below the league average. But he can defend better than Nick Young because literally a door could defend better than Nick Young. Exactly right. I could maybe. No. 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 <laughs> um, so what are you going to get from Brewer? Fit a team that kind of needs a bit more bench depth, comes in five to ten minutes a game, can play decent defense, maybe shoot a three once in every three times, apparently. Um, all that. Thunder, maybe you take him back. Lakers maybe. or even no. Rockets? Not Lakers. We don't, don't want him back. We don't want him back. Maybe the Rockets again. Maybe the Rockets again. He's played for all the teams, so he can fit in with any of them. But really, the free agents that are left now, you, you're kind of scraping the barrel a little bit. Joe Johnson? Joe Johnson probably won't. He'll get a vet minimum. Where? Probably not playoff team. He, he might go to similar to Vince Carter, like a, a team that's rebuilding, maybe mm. Memphis. Mm. But, I mean, they've got Zebo anyway. Uh, not, um, sorry, with, the Kings got yeah. Zach He was Randolph. with the Rockets and they got rid of him. And, yeah, you know, look, I just don't see him really fitting. Maybe, maybe he goes back to Brooklyn. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, the other big one was David West. Yeah, David West... Uh, I don't think he's going to be picked up. I he's think too he's too old. He's too old, and he's just not really. 
needed like yeah. he's old school yeah and I think with a lot of the teams they like they're either developing their youth because a lot of people know this is a write off season because Golden mm. State how good was that tip in by Jonas Jerebko oh, by the way against, uh, against Utah waved, the, man, game. the man waved by Utah has gone back to haunt Utah yeah yeah, he's uh, he really won that game mm. for them. Not to mention that the last shot in the game was a disgusting one-handed off-balance floater from Kevin Durant. There's been two disgusting game-winning shots. Man. Oh, yeah, of course. Dwayne Wade Dwayne against Wade as well. These, these are players that should know better. I get Dwayne Wade, Father Time, of course. But they but they won. Yeah, they still won because they of both the bloody Kelly Olenek and Janis Jarebko. That's why you, you don't, trade. You <laughs> don't expect to hit the game winner for no. any team at all. Uh, but we also have exciting news for people that are still listening to the very end of this podcast that we're actually going to be going to America and doing some interviews with some of the... Some of the players. So if you have a question for uh, Lakers, Orlando, uh, Utah, Spurs, Toronto, Golden State Warriors, send it through to uh, me or Will uh, or to the Blitz page, whatever you need to do. Yep, send it through. And, and uh, well, might, I, that, might ask that question in a, to the person themselves. Yeah. So just tell us which person and the question. Just let us know. All right, well, that's the end of Calling Bank. We'll be back next week with a brand new segment as well. So get excited for that. Don't know what it is. I don't but know what it is, but you'll get there. We'll get there. And it's going to be a big week of basketball ahead.